This is the View from the Couch podcast, and I'm your host, Pierce Wiesenar. And on the program today, I will be breaking down the latest trailer for The Justice League. After announcing that the trailer would drop on a Saturday with a couple of teaser trailers for the characters and some posters, we finally get the full trailer. And aside from Star Wars The Last Jedi, the Justice League film will probably be the biggest blockbuster of the year. So needless to say, there's a lot of pressure and a ton of hype surrounding this film. And after a slew of poorly received films in the DC Extended Universe, a very patient fan base hopes that this can be the film that turns it around. When looking at the past work of director Zack Snyder, I usually walk away feeling disappointed. Now I know it's easy to bash Snyder right now, but I do have to give him some credit. The guy knows how to make a great trailer, and when looking at all of his past trailers, they tend to be pretty well received and get praised by a lot of people. The problems always lie with the feature length films and not a two and a half minute trailer. Unlike Marvel's Avengers, the Justice League for DC don't come into their big team up film with a blockbuster or two for each member already under their belts. Instead, we have Batman who co-starred in Dawn of Justice and Wonder Woman who will have had her blockbuster debut a few months before the Justice League film hits the theater. So heading into this film and the trailer, the audience will be introduced to Aquaman, The Flash, and Cyborg. In all of the trailers for this film, these three characters will have to take center stage because many in the audience will recognize their names and little else. To start the trailer, we meet Arthur Curry, better known as Aquaman. He's the king of Atlantis and we get a sneak peek at his wife, Queen Mira. Aquaman has become a joke in recent years due to the old cartoon TV show becoming a meme. So to counteract that, Jason Momoa has been given free reign to beef up his Aquaman and make him a badass. He's the star of the trailer and it wouldn't shock me if he stole the movie as well. We also meet Barry Allen, The Flash. While he shares the same name as his television counterpart, The Flash in the Justice League will be different from the one on the CW. Just how different is the million dollar question for Flash fans. In the trailer, we see Dr. Henry Allen, Barry's father, in jail, which is a hint that the Flash solo film, if they ever get around to making it, will probably see the reverse Flash as the primary antagonist. Then we meet Victor Stone as Cyborg. Footage of Cyborg might be limited in the trailers as he's almost all CGI, which can take a very long time to get looking just right. This movie reportedly finished filming in October of 2016, and this is the first look that we get for this Justice League team, which tells me that they might not be ready to roll out a lot of Cyborg footage, but I might be wrong. So when the trailers show footage of his college football days, which really did feel oddly placed here, you can start to understand why. Cyborg will be a crucial part to the film and the team, but not just because he has a pretty cool set of powers, but because part of his reconstructed body is a mother box. What is a mother box, you ask? Well, it's a sentient supercomputer that grants the user a wide variety of powers and abilities. In the comics, mother boxes come from the new gods, and in the Justice League movie, mother boxes are the MacGuffin of the film, just like that map in The Force Awakens and the Infinity Stones in the several films from the MCU. The villain of the film will be Steppenwolf, played by Siren Hines, and sadly he is not featured in the trailer. Hopefully we will get a look at him in an upcoming trailer. He's the commander of Darkseid's forces, so you can think that Darkseid is the DC equivalent to Thanos, the big baddie pulling all of the strings behind the scenes. We might see him in the movie or maybe in a post credit scene. Unless you have done your comic book homework, you might not be familiar with the central conflict of the film. So these trailers have to do more than just entertain. They have to help the audience understand what the film will be about. 
The army of Darkseid consists of parademons. Remember Batman's dream and Dawn of Justice? Those flying creatures are parademons, and they show up in the trailer a bunch, but only in passing. We never get a clear look at them, as the trailer is focused on the Justice League. Steppenwolf is on the hunt for three mother boxes. One is with Cyborg, one is on Themyscira, the home of Wonder Woman, and the last one is in Atlantis, the home of Aquaman. In the trailer, we see Atlantis, and I can't wait to see what that will look like. In the trailer, we are taken to Apocalypse, the home planet of Darkseid, Steppenwolf, and the Parademons, where a grand battle looks to be taking place, which is probably going to happen at the end of the film. The action looks like a lot of fun, and hopefully the large-scale action sequences will be far superior to the 8-minute snore fest between Batman and Superman and Dawn of Justice, as well as that woeful battle with Doomsday. With all of the members of the Justice League looking cool in their costumes, snapping zingers left and right, I can't help but feel that something, more like someone, is missing. You don't end Dawn of Justice with dirt floating above Superman's casket and not bring it up in a later film. Maybe Superman returns in a post credit scene in this film, or maybe he returns in the sequel. But there's no way that Superman is not involved in the Justice League sequel. That film was originally going to come out in 2019, but now has been pushed back and currently doesn't have a release date. Dawn of Justice drew inspiration from the death of Superman comics, and I can only assume that the return of Superman will draw inspiration from those comics as well. All of which makes me wonder what the plot will be for the Man of Steel sequel. When you include Lois Lane in the trailer, you're giving the audience the impression that Superman is gone, but not forgotten. Whether or not we see him in the film, his mark will be left on the Justice League, as Batman and Wonder Woman created it in his honor. After the dark and dreary tones of Dawn of Justice, there was a large backlash against that part of the film. Fans do not want to see their comic book superheroes sulking around and brooding. In response to those complaints, Jeff Johns, the president and chief creative officer of DC Comics, responded by saying that the future DC slate will feature films that are brighter and more hopeful. All of that starts with Justice League, and by looking at the trailer, it's got a couple of more jokes, but a lot of the footage is set at night, which does not change one of the complaints that plagued Dawn of Justice. The most eye-catching part of the trailer is the action. It's the reason you see the movie, and it makes sense that the trailer would highlight it. Fans already know what Batman and Wonder Woman bring to the table, so the action of the trailer focuses on the new characters. As I said before, there probably won't be a lot of cyborg footage in the trailer, but it was nice to see some of what he can do. The Flash, the Speed Force, all of it looks awesome. And after watching the TV show for the last few years, which has a significantly smaller budget, Flash fans are very excited to see what a bigger budget can do for the Scarlet Speedster. And if the trailer is any indicator of the final product, I think they will be pleased. And once again, the star of the show is Aquaman. In the trailer, he looks to be a one-man wrecking crew, ready to take down legions of parademons. The music of the trailer is loud, guitar-driven, and really gets the blood pumping. It's all very exciting, and when you put that alongside the many action shots of the trailer, it really helps to convey the entertaining feeling that the film hopes to deliver. The Justice League trailer hits all of the notes you would expect. It introduces a few new characters, has a couple of laughs, and is action-oriented. The one surprise was that the trailer didn't spoil the plot. Maybe during Comic-Con we'll learn more about that part of the film. But for now, I can't help but shake the feeling that this trailer, like so many of other Snyder's past trailers, are aimed at everyone's inner 8th grader. Where the music is loud, the action is intense, and everyone has a zinger that's ready to go. 
If anyone was hoping that things would begin to change after the backlash that Dawn of Justice garnered, they might have to wait that much longer. As I've said before with many of Zack Snyder's past works, the guy can cut a great trailer, but it remains to be seen that he can make a great movie. He just can't tell a compelling story to back up the engaging visuals. If you like the show and want some more episodes, just subscribe, and don't forget to rate the show and share the episode. This has been another episode of the View from the Couch podcast. Thanks for listening.